Hello, everybody. Welcome back into the Young Heart Podcast. Welcome in, folks. We're back for another week. This is your host, Eric Rose, here to talk to you guys about all things pop punk, emo, alternative, rock. We're going to get into some pop today. We're going to get into, actually, I would say this is probably going to be the most diverse episode you're going to ever see. The pop punk community, the emo community, etc. The the stuff I typically talk about, scene music, as it will, mostly we'll go with pop punk and emo. Those type of bands were a little quiet this week. I'm not going to say they were quiet, but they were not nearly as loud as some other genres, so... I've got a ton of new music, no tour announcements to get into this week. Uh, There might have been a couple, but they weren't. eh, We'll go. They weren't interesting enough that I necessarily cared, or nothing big in my space. So, but a ton of music from all various genres, sort of inside the we'll call it the rock and roll. You know, the the rock and roll genre, many subgenres inside the larger genre that is rock and roll also the greatest pop album possibly well an amazing pop album i can't speak on it because i'm not someone who listens to a ton of pop music i do listen to some but an amazing pop album from an artist that is pretty much the biggest in the game at this stage at least right now i would say within the last that's the last five to ten years probably the biggest pop star did release an album, so we're going to talk about that. You know we're going to talk about that. So, oh, let's see. Some little beginnings. You can follow the show on Twitter or Instagram, of course, at Young at Heart Pod. That's about it. You can, you can email me if you want at Young at Heart or Young at Heart Pod at gmail.com. I'll read it if you email me. I'll, I'll do that, but yeah, hit me up on the Twitter, hit me up on the Instagram, whatever you got to do. If you want anything that I missed, anything that you want me to talk about, any albums, any artist spotlights that you have in mind that you might want me to do or maybe an artist I've been sleeping on. If there's someone similar to the bands that I either talk about today that I may display a lot of interest in or just in general that I talk about and you're like, hey, did you hear about so-and-so? Hit me up on there. Obviously, that I give my little fun music takes on there. I'm not too serious. You guys know I don't get too serious. So, without further ado, let's get into all this new music that happened this week. There's just so many, and I want to get it all out there. <laughs> There's literally so much. And again, that's kind of all I have for today. So, after this, if you haven't listened to any of these, I do highly recommend pretty much everything I've listened to this week. I've, I've, it's been an amazing, amazing week, and we only have more great stuff to come in the next month or so. Let's get into it. We'll start with the band that I played at the beginning, the band Camino. This is a rock band on the poppier, I, I say the poppier side, but they're, they're rock. I don't know how to describe them other than rock. Some sort of pop influences extremely good band that I'm super getting into right now. They, I guess they came out with an album. It's it's an eight-song collection of music. Is it an album? Is it an EP? Is it kind of in between? I don't really know. Who cares? Who needs labels? This is the band, the band Camino. Try Hard, this EP album or whatever. <laughs> Three of the songs had been released as singles going up to this. They released some songs sort of here, a song here, a song. This is the kind of band I'm going to have to put like a playlist together. Of It's just called The Band Camino, and it's going to have to be like all their songs that I'm just going to be jamming out. 
listening to because I'm really digging these guys. The Try Hard EP album, whatever you want to call it, Try Hard. It's fantastic. It's amazing. It's I, I'm you know I guess we'll consider it to be part of my album of the year. There's people considering Sin from John Floriani, which I think only has six or seven songs on it, to be an album of the year candidate. So why not this? There's eight songs. I think that's enough. Right? What's the runtime on that pup? Let's check that out. But this is this is a fantastic collection of music. Stellar rock vibes. Amazing guitars, as you've heard. A little bit of other sort of instrumentals in there. Great vocals from them. I, I honestly just love it all. I think it's just a great, solid vibes. It's almost right out of the 80s or something like that. I, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Like These guys could have totally killed it in the 80s. And they're doing it well now. I'm not gonna lie. They're 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 killing it right now. Uh, people are listening to them. They're doing well. They really have. Uh, people are all over this. So, uh, and Daf- Daphne Blue was the what I played at the beginning. It was one of their singles. One of my favorites on the. I, honestly, it's hard to pick a favorite because I I love this thing front to back. Try hard. Check that out for sure. The runtime on that, by the way. We've pulled that one up. Hey, 26 minutes. and There's albums I've listened to. I would say most notably Modern Baseball's Holy Ghost. That's just about that long. So I could I could jam out a short. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm running three miles. Or if you're listening to this today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jam out to this album during that run. If I finish the run before the album is over, then I get to call this an album. How about that? We'll do that. So... Oh, what to next? You know what I'm closing on, folks. But oh, next we'll go with the Smith Street Band. This is a, this is an Australian band. I'm really into them. I want to do an artist spotlight on them. I don't know if I should do it this year. Wait till next year. Might might have to push it off till next year, assuming I even are, am able to do enough artist spotlights between now and then that I could miss out on this. I, th- I think I'll be able to. I think I'll be able to keep myself busy otherwise but the smith street band or, or maybe i will do our spotlight and then we'll cover sort of their 2020 i think they're gonna have a big 2020 based on some social media things but the smith street band this is a punk rock band out of australia i don't know what city S- sydney perth uh melbourne uh, i don't know <laughs> but they're, they're out of australia i absolutely love them i was introduced to them Many years, I say many years ago, about four, four and a half years ago, while I saw them open for the Front Bottoms in Lawrence, Kansas, and I absolutely loved them, and I've been into them ever since, but they released two new singles, I Am Nothing and Chips and Gravy, both fantastic, amazing rock songs, we'll call them rock songs, a little bit of punk tendencies in there, sort of, they're not changing too much from where they were, if you do know of them before, but they are pretty much a punk band you know a punk rock band they're they're fantastic uh, a couple years ago released more scared of you than you are of me sort of picked up where they left off in my opinion in terms of maybe you know sound and style nothing crazy there but i check them out if you haven't already checked them out but they 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 really are just two great songs but they've said that these two songs are headed on different albums or at least they've hinted at that they said these songs are coming out on albums that will be released next year. Was it a grammatical error? I do not know. Or do they have two albums coming out this, in 2020? That could be. They could be doing one in like January, one in December. They've been a little quiet. haven't toured much. They are doing some shows around Australia. This band is big in Australia. And unfortunately, they're just not as big here. They did their U.S. tour when 
more scared of you than you are of me came out. I was not able to attend. It was right around the time that I got married and traveling to go see them was not logical. Wish I would have. Well, I, I, I wish it was better timed because, you know, it's, I haven't, they have not been back. They have not been back to the States since they're a band. that's just not as big here. I got into them that one run they did with the front bombs, and I've been in love ever since. So if you like punk rock whatsoever, check this band out, this mystery band. They've got a few, four four albums or so under their belts at this point. I absolutely love their work. A couple great singles here. More new great music. We'll go with new music. Microwave. Microwave. I'm digging this band right now. This is a band that I wasn't as into, we'll call it, nine months ago when I saw them. I enjoyed their live performance, but maybe when I was getting back into their music, I was like, yeah, this stuff's pretty good. I'm, I don't know what it is, but I'm digging the new stuff. I should dig in the old stuff that I've been going back into. I'm going to keep doing that. Perhaps, I don't know if it was the time or I just didn't give it. I just don't think I gave it enough of an attempt, but these guys are great. They're great live. I will be seeing them live with Boston Manor and Heart Attack Man and Selfish Things. Excited for that. It's a show I talked about last week on last week's episode, if you missed that. But they have a new single, Float to the Top. The third single from their new up-and-coming album, which is, comes out September 13th. Be on the lookout for that. That and the Sleep on It. Same day, it's going to be a wild day in new music. Death is a Warm Blanket, the new album. Third, and I'm going to call it hopefully final single. I think three singles is good to go when you got an album coming out. Two, honestly, is probably all you need, but three... We're good to we're good with three. We're good with three. Float to the top. Starts off a little slower, and then it gets into that sort of what you know. We'll, we'll say with what you know, microwave four sort of heavier emo tendencies. This thing really bangs. Can kind of a slow chill start, and then it gets real, real heavy in there in the middle towards the end of the track. Fantastic. Love the new single. This is the heaviest for sure of the three we've seen. The first couple were. A little bit different than what I think you've seen from Microwave. Not so it's almost got me guessing what are we gonna see on the new album? I'm not sure. So super pumped for their new album, for that tour that they're gonna be on. Also, goodness gracious, the nineteen seventy five. <laughs> they're throwing their hat in the ring to be a awesome punk band in twenty nineteen. Who'd have thought? The I'm gonna call them pop artist. They released a new single called People that is just completely different. It's pretty much a punk. It, it's almost a punk song. It's got a lot of punk tendencies. You still know that it is 1975. It's not like it's, it sounds like a completely different band. But holy crap, they've just completely changed the game. I don't know what they're up to right now. They did just come out with an album in 2018. Was I a big fan of it? Not really. It's probably not. We'll call it not up my alley of music that I would normally listen to <laughs> but goodness gracious this new song people it's fantastic i'm very intrigued as to what they they have up their sleeves and what they're going to be working on here in the coming months i'm i'm quite curious also another new single grayscale releases basically their album at this point their fourth single off nella vita baby blue and i even said a couple weeks ago when we were going over old friends their, their third single, I was like, this is it. This has got to be the last single before the album comes out. And here we are, folks. We're two, we're a week and a half away. Is that, we're about a week and a half away. Why, well, this came out last week. 
pretty late last week, so it's about two and a half weeks, a little, little bit more than two weeks before the first album drops. A fourth single, Baby Blue, I think we get the gist of this album. Some people are just up in arms, angry. So other people are very excited. They had the pop-up shows last week. I thought they seemed to be awesome, like amazing. Very jealous I don't live in one of those big cities that they did those shows in. But Baby Blue, pretty good. I think it's one of those where I'm like, okay, I get the vibe they're going for. Very pop-forward. Kind of one of their, I would say this is their happiest song to date. Without a doubt in my mind, I would not call Adornment happy. So uh, they definitely are changing their sound up a little bit. And I think if you're on board, that's exciting. This is exciting. I like I like this. I, I like that they're they're playing around with this album and they're kind of doing whatever they want to do. I do like that. So similar-ish vibe though to like the other you know three singles we've seen. Probably more on the Painkiller Weather and Old Friends. As opposed to maybe Inviolate. Inviolate, I think, is kind of one that stands on its own in terms of the the four singles. But Baby Blue, I'm not going to say more of the same, but I think we're getting the vibe, this very chill, fun pop vibe that we're going to be getting from Grayscale. And I think that's exciting. So, Speaking of Baby Blue, which would be a different shade of blue than regular blue, and if we're talking about a different shade of blue, I think we should talk about Knocked Loose. Knocked Loose comes out with a new album, A Different Shade of Blue. And goodness gracious, the pop punk community is like, we love hardcore now. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But if you anyone who was pretty much into hardcore, I heard a lot of great things about Knocked Loose. One funny thing is Bernie had this Bernie Sanders had this video where uh, have him him at a rally and behind him <laughs> there's this photo of him and in the background is a billboard of a different shade of blue, which is I think is really cool that they had that. I don't know that it was one of those where I had to kind of look at it a couple times just to see was this photoshopped? Like was this photoshopped, or legitimately is he standing in front of a billboard for a different shade of blue? People are loving this. They're about to be headed out on tour if they're not already on tour. Their live performances looks awesome. I will say it looks awesome. I've listened to. I've listened to the album. We'll, we'll say I've listened to the album maybe once and a little bit again. I'm trying to understand it. I don't think I get hardcore. I still don't. I don't know what it is. I do like some more aggressive bands. I'm enjoying the, this new Microwave. I love Heart Attack Man. I like Boston Manor. I like some of these bands. That I'm not going to say they're. These are obviously not hardcore bands, but they're bands that have a lot more energy and they're they're very exciting and can be dark. This is just a kind of a different story this is true hardcore knocked loose they're making waves right now if you like hardcore music at all definitely check the album out i've only heard a couple bad things i think that's just people trying to be cool and say that something that people like is not good which i don't know why people insist on being that way but if you like hardcore music even a little bit, I, I would say check out this new Knock Loose album. It is, I would say it's good for being a hardcore album. Not my jam, but people are loving it. I was even getting myself to be like, okay, I get this. I kind of like this. I just don't know when to listen to hardcore, I guess. Like I'm trying to listen to it while I'm at work. And it doesn't make any sense. So <laughs> I, I suppose there's a time and a place, probably if you're pumping some iron or you're just looking to rage out. But if you're just looking to have like a chill night, I certainly wouldn't put any hardcore album on so this album is included in that so 
This isn't new music, but it is a new take on old music, as it is. I've talked about the first one or two, definitely the second one, the third of the reimagined series. I cannot remember which one it was called. It's the stages of grief that they're going for. That that's their, I guess their catch is the catch. Is that, is that what I want to say? That's the, the catch. This is called bargaining. So you've had the other stages of grief. Why? Why do I? Why do I do this? Why do I say things that make me have to do other things, like figure out what the five stages of grief are off the top of my head on a podcast without dead air? This is this is why I'm not good at this. Yeah, I'm not that bad at this. Denial was the first. Anger the second. Bargaining the third. And it's going down the album. The album is written in five stages. So they there's the five stages of grief. So that's what they've done. Have they captured the stage of grief into the music? No. They, they've reimagined this. I don't exactly know. I think it's cool. I think I love what they're doing. I love it. I've enjoyed them so far. Denial, I will say, was a little bit more run-of-the-mill with reimagined. And they've really taken it up a notch on anger and bargaining even more so. What is the next? Acceptance is number five. And I think that's probably just going to be the end. The song, the end. Unless there's an uh, another, but they're they're really... At this point, they could probably do a fourth and call the album good. Because what we went through... There's been three on each, I do believe. And, oh, I don't even know how, I mean, the Great Dep- this is the Great Depression, by the way, that they're reimagining songs off of. We're already through The Truth I'll Never Tell, so there's only three songs left. Is there just going to be a fourth, The Haunting, The Hurt, The Hope, and The End? Or is it going to be The Haunting, The Hurt, The Hope, and then The End gets on its own? I honestly don't know. So, I'm sure we'll find out more. But, th- but let's get into this third reimagined so the reaper they did a, a jazz song it's it's jazz it's very, very cool nice the reaper being it's one of their, their kind of darker toned songs on the the record now all, pretty much everything on this has a dark theme to it the reaper is very i'd say holds most of the essence of this album inside of it but i very much so enjoyed the jazz remake of this two tongues screaming salvation it's slower kind of this ambient vibe a little bit of i don't want to say the vocals, the vocals aren't auto-tuned but you get that like semi-auto-tune-ness with the vocals where you could tell that they've been run through something it's not pure patty walters vocals so a very enjoyable song as well i believe i i love two tongues and i love the truth i'll never tell i do think it's my favorite, like back to back, just hits real hard. Enjoy both on the album. <laughs> the truth I'll never tell. This is literally just a Nintendo video game version. There are no vocals. It is basically if you have the background music on your N sixty four. That, but they, but it's the truth I'll never tell. They, they've turned it into a video game instrumentals. I, I really like it. I think it's fun. Would I go listen to it frequently? Not necessarily, but you could not argue that it's not reimagined. It is very reimagined. It is a very reimagined version of that song. Incredible. 
go ahead and check that out. If you haven't checked out the album proper, definitely check that out. It is a darker themed album. As it is, is a very interesting band. I really enjoy these guys. Whenever the fifth installment of the Reimagined series is out, I'm doing an artist spotlight on these folks. I absolutely, absolutely love them. Check out that album. Check out the Reimagined. Last, but definitely, definitely not least, some up-and-comer dropped her seventh album, Taylor Swift, Lover. She had four singles. And you know what? I'm going to say this. I, I gave Grayscale some some crap earlier for having four singles. Taylor Swift had four singles. However, however the clever, Taylor Swift had four singles out of 18 songs and an hour of music. Grayscale, I have a feeling, doesn't have 18 songs on their album. I think I will probably hate that album if it has 18 songs, which is what I'm going to get into. So normally, normally I don't like songs with or songs, albums with 18 songs on it and that are an hour long. Mostly what I'm kind of looking at here is some albums that I've tried to get into, maybe Post Malone, amongst some other hip-hop albums that have so many songs and they're so long and you just listen to it and you're like, I don't know what to do with this. I have no idea what to do with this. Taylor Swift's Lover is the exception to the rule for me. At least, I'm again. I'm not a fan of these hour-long albums. I like a good sweet spot of oh, 30 to 45 minutes. I don't want it to drag. If it drags, it's not good. It, and it's similar. You know, it's kind of with movies. I, I very much relate Lover to movies, where a great Tarantino movie that's two and a half hours long. When you leave the theater, you're like, or three, even three hours, or not, not and not even just like a Scorsese or who. Was it Scorsese that did Wolf of Wall Street? Wolf of Wall Street is three hours long, and you would not... You, I did not know that when I left the theater. Because I was like, wow, I honestly, it just flew by. I, this movie was so good. But if you sit through a three... Like, Jurassic World, I think, was two hours, and it did not need to be. It was not that good. And it was a long two hours. Maybe it was even two... It was very long, and it felt long. So that's kind of what I... I would say with albums, sort of how I am with with movies. If an album feels like an hour long because it's so long, it's just drawn out. And you're like, "Well, get to the end of this, this album." There, ten, ten, you know, not ten, but you know, this thing could have been ten to twelve songs and forty-five minutes, forty minutes, forty to forty-five minutes. They easily could have cut five to ten of these pups out like why did this have to be so but it's because they want all the singles well on this album on lover that's absolutely not what i got from it it changes pace quite often between sort of this very poppy very sort of upbeat and then it gets into some you know some synth pop and but then you get some sort of slower like lover more we'll call them ballad type the archer very slow very nice pacing on it you just get it kind of goes all over the place you got the one song with the dixie chicks that's sort of a country vibe you get a a couple that maybe even have a hip-hop flavor to them it just kind of you get a little bit everything and and some people would consider that to be oh it's clunky that's too much and it goes all over the place i don't i don't see it that way I, i you listen to the whole album you get through the end what's 
the last I actually really enjoy the last song which is for me sometimes on these albums like this the, the last song daylight it could be one that I'm like ah whatever I'm just it didn't feel like one of those oh we're gonna put it on at the end because it's a nice wrap up to the album but then it ends up kind of just being blah daylight's a fantastic song by the time daylight's over you're like the album's over but it's been an hour it's been over an hour <laughs> actually I think an hour and two minutes or something like that it's long it's an hour and two minutes it's it's quite long however because it goes sort of back and forth and i don't want to say it keeps you guessing but you don't get too into one sound and then you're like looking for a new sound she she does a very good job with variety i love it i love it i love it it's definitely going to be in my album of the year contender I, i'm i'm certain of this it's in my album of the year contender and i i also i'm pretty certain i'm going to try to go to the lover world tour Whenever that ends up happening, nothing's been announced, which I'm very surprised. I thought she would have announced it in the wake of the album coming out. You get all the hype, you get all this. I'm not sure what she's working on. It must be a big summer tour for 2020, and she'll announce it probably early to mid-fall, my guess. So that's me throwing a dart at a board. I don't know. But so far, a few favorites, Cruel Summer. Paper Rings, Death by a Thousand Cuts. Those are, I think, my top three right now. I'm going to go with Death of a Thousand Cuts is probably number one. Paper Rings and Cruel Summer, maybe Fighting for Two and Three. I'm not sure on that quite yet. I don't think I've gotten enough listens to determine that. And in the singles, I'm also enjoying a little bit more. Me, obviously, got plenty of play early on. You need to calm down as well. Plenty of play, and I, and I enjoyed those, and I still enjoy them on the album. Don't get me wrong. Definitely falling for Lover and The Archer a little bit more than I was pre-album. And I think the same thing I've done with a lot of singles on some of these albums. I give it a listen a few times, but I'm trying not to get oversaturated with the single because then the album comes out, and you're almost, I don't want to say you're tired of the single, but you start kind of looking at the other songs, and, and you, you're almost... When a single comes by, you're like, okay, I've heard this one. I've heard this one. So try not to get that way with some of these many singles that are coming out. Just trying to get a gist and taking that into the album. So that that's sort of my goal. That's been my goal. That's why I don't think that these albums need too many singles. But Taylor Swift's Lover is just amazing. If you disagree, that's fine. That's totally fine. But I 100% disagree with you. I love that album. It will be in my contender. It will be in the top 10 almost assuredly. And it's gonna—it's right up there right now with, I'm going to say the mains, You Are Okay, and Heart Attack Man's Fake Blood. They're right there. The unfortunate thing, we'll see them both are going to have. I'm going to get to see a lot of songs, hopefully a lot of songs from both played live. Because I'm going to be seeing both those bands Come here, and that might that might not do so well for Taylor. You know, Taylor might take a back seat because of that. Maybe, perhaps, maybe I'll singing and experiencing these songs live in the way they should be enjoyed. Which I have seen Heart Attack Man since Fake Blood came out, but I wasn't as into them as I am currently. Was into them. Don't get me wrong, but not as into them. So, seeing these come to life might change my tune a little bit. So. Taylor, and I know she's not. I know she's not touring in 2019. She's the kind of person who announces her tours ten month, ten months to a year in advance. Unfortunately, so that's kind of why I'm sad that nothing's been announced yet. But that's it. 
so much new music. I know some tours. I know some bands have announced sort of that they're going to be announcing some tours next week. I know Never Loved, Young Culture, a couple of smaller bands have sort of said, hey, we got some tour announcements coming up. Who are they touring with? I'm not sure, but that's exciting. So, oh, that's a lot of new music. Check out all this stuff. There's a little bit for everybody here. This was, I would definitely say, the most diverse group of songs that I've talked about on this podcast. And I would almost, I would almost bet you, without a doubt in my mind, unless this podcast completely changes and my taste in music completely changes before this podcast is over, I can assure you this will be probably the most diverse group of songs that I ever talk about. So enjoy that. Tell your friends to listen to this episode if they're into other genres. And they probably would not enjoy the rest of the episodes. But that's that's just what I like. So and I'm enjoying all this stuff. So maybe it will get my palate a little bit more diverse. I'm not sure. We're working on it. So Oh, that's been it for the week, folks. Follow the show at Young and Heart Pod on the social medias. That thing that I teased last week, I can't say anything about it quite yet, but you will be hearing about it probably tomorrow, if not later tonight. As you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, the day it releases. Otherwise, if you're listening to this later, there's a thing that I've done and a thing that I'm not doing, and you'll have to hear about that. <laughs> I will there I will talk about it next week. We'll we'll say I'll talk more about it next week. Thank you again for listening. Hit me up if you have anything you want me to talk about or if you're loving these songs, these you got some thoughts on these songs and albums that I've talked about. Let me know. I'm interested to know your thoughts. That's it for this week, folks. They just think we are young with broken hearts, stomping around every day. So let's stomp around breaking, young at heart, all the way. I'll see you guys next week.